Hi, this is Connor Brantley, host of Hello, the Future is Calling. And this is Our Future is Missing, Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for Philip Pinnock, African-American and is now 22 years old. He went missing from the Dallas-Fort Worth area on August 17, 2005 at 5 o'clock. Philip is 5'6", 130 pounds, brown eyes, and brown hair. He may still be in the Dallas area. Philip has a pierced ear and a gap between his top front teeth. If you know of Philip's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-5678. Let's see a picture of Philip. Please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids. Real Talk Radio. Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Live and Green Show on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is Science Fair Memories. We're going to have so much fun today. And if you know, I love to have fun. So on each broadcast, I have a joke of the day. And I'll also give you that great green tip to help you on your green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke. And you know, at the end of the show, I'll give you the answer. All right. Here it is, Eagle fans. What are two things you won't eat for breakfast. <laughs> All right. Now you're going to hold that thought to the fourth segment. And after that, after that, you'll be able to answer and have fun. And uh, hopefully you guys like the joke. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get right into here. And we have a very special show today. And that's because we have the amazingly talented Miss Junior Teen Arizona and also the host of the fame game, Maddie Rose. Thank you for being on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good, Mario. Thank you so much for having me on your show. No problem. It's an honor. <laughs> and well, thank you. <laughs> and today we are going to be talking about a couple of things, but we really want to talk about the Imagine Schools and how it's, its dedication to science through its annual science fairs. But let me take a minute mm-hmm. to, uh, to say a little bit about Imagine Schools, and we'll get right here. Okay, well, um, I actually did my science fair project. It was about hydroponics, um, artificial hydroponics versus organic hydroponics. And hydroponics is a big word for some people. And I know at the start, I didn't really know what it was. So it's actually a soilless garden system. So I did that as my science fair project. And I did place first in the regional science fair and then first in plant sciences at the state science fair. Wow, that is amazing. I know my eco fans are like, wow, I cannot believe this girl is actually doing this. I mean, Miss Miss Maddie Rose is doing so much stuff. I mean, it, every single time I'm seeing her, she's doing something spectacular. And that's why she is definitely on Voice America Kids with her fame game. And she is blasting every time. I mean, she is so good. And I want to read this little thing about Imagine Schools how and how good Imagine Schools are around the country. 
Imagine Schools. Oh, yeah. Imagine Schools is a nonprofit organization which operates over 80 charter uh, charter schools throughout the country. 18 of them are located in Florida. In its national, its nation, uh, nation's largest and fastest-growing public charter school organization, Imagine School provides tuition-free private school-quality education to any child who wishes to enroll. Imagine uses its own capital for its buildings to start up from its cost, which means no cost to taxpayers for construction. Their mission is to help parents and guardians fulfill their responsibility to education through children's by providing students with challenging, effective program of study and strong moral development in safe, n- nurturing learning environments. So that is just a little paragraph about matching schools. And when I was there, it's definitely the best school I've ever went to. It's very well uh, mannered. They're, the rules are nice. It's so much fun. And the teachers love to be there. And that's the most fun. With that, and uh, it's really great. It's it, it really is a great school. Uh, I want to give a special thank you to Mr. and Mr. Backy for sending me a hundred gold bond, a uh, hundred dollar gold bond after winning the advanced reading challenge, which I want to and I would love to. And what I would want to do for Imagine is they want to focus on science education because science and math are my two favorite classes. Because I mean, science and math are like bread and butter. They're like PV and J. I mean, they, math, you can't do anything without math with science, and you can't do anything with science without math. So it's, that's really like my favorite two favorite classes in school. And with the, my project, Biodegradable versus Plastic Products, but I w- must say it was a lot to do. Maddie, when you went to state with your, with your project, also congratulations. So that was great. Thank you. <laughs> and so with the category, uh, did you sel- uh, so category did you select for the science fair, Maddie? Well, what it's like going to science fair was a whole different experience because I've tried a few times to place on regionals at my school, and that's the Desert Sky Regional Science Fair. And this was the first year that I actually placed first place or even placed at all. So the Arizona State Science Fair is the convention center that we have in downtown Phoenix. It's a pretty big area, and there are so many projects. There's more than a thousand science fair projects so all of the students go together and they talk about science and the different science fair projects that they're passionate about and mine just happened to place there so i was so excited and <laughs> i got to meet a lot of kids my age and also older kids in high school that did even more challenging projects so overall it was an amazing experience and if you're looking for somewhere to go and see different types of science fair projects of you know, from plants to animals to the environment, everything that you could ever imagine, science and eco-friendly, then that's the place to be. <laughs> right, definitely. When I went to state, I mean, that's where I really saw everybody shine and how many, how much uh, dedication to this it really is with different uh, subjects, like you were saying. I mean, they had rows and rows and rows of uh, seats to be taken from different people around there with the different subjects, and you're definitely right. And now, what mm-hmm. title, and what was your title, and what was your project? Um, well, actually, like I was saying about the whole hydroponics thing, and I can go more into depth about that also, um, my science fair project title was a little bit lengthy, but it was a soilless garden because everybody wants to have kind of a 
sort of catchy phrase that they put. So right. since it was literally a soilless garden, I decided to put that as my title. And below that, I just kind of put a little explanation about it. So it was the artificial hydroponics versus organic hydroponics. But my science fair project was basically taking two tanks. I made hydroponic systems in both of them, but I used um, artificial nutrients, which is the artificial hydroponics, and the organic nutrients, which is the organic hydroponics. So basically, I put that over a three-week period of time, and I concluded all the results at the end of that three-week period, and I just checked them weekly, changed their water weekly, changed the nutrients weekly, and overall, I was just seeing the plants growth and development. Amazing. That definitely is a great catch uh, for your title, and that's right. I mean, when you're doing a science fair project, you want that catchy title to make everybody be like, oh, ah, you know, so that's that, Mm -hmm. that's, that's definitely that ooh factor. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. And our topic today is Science Fair Memories. And we're going to go right back into it. When you were deciding the Science Fair project, what was your was your focus inside or outside for the experiment? Well, I think a lot of what you're doing with Science Fair projects is you're kind of trying to find that right environment for them. And for mine, I actually conducted my Science Fair project outside because Arizona has the sun and it's perfect for plants and it does need to be controlled but with mine it needed an, it needed medium solar exposure okay. so it needed at least seven hours plus of sunlight so it was perfect since Arizona has a ton of sun and with that I just had the, the water and the oxygen running because I did put an oxygen tank in there wow, to make okay. sure that the plants were actually getting all of the nutrients that it needs because I know that the three thing that plants need is actually um, nitrogen, potassium, and I believe it is phosphorus. So there's quite a few things that the plant needs to be stabilized in. And overall, it was just making sure that the key part of that was it getting the nutrients that it needed. Right, exactly. Now, with that, you know, when you're in the science where you're going to hear like a lot of, you know, what's your purpose and what's your problem. So let me ask, uh, what was your purpose and problem? Um, well, actually, one thing that went really good in my science fair project was just the measurements because it was really easy to conclude what went right and what went wrong. And nothing really went wrong in my experiment as in a problem. But the one thing that I thought was a little weird was that my artificial hydroponics in the beginning was so much taller than my organic hydroponics, <laughs> but in the end, the organic hydroponics did win, and it was an amazing growth. It was actually about an inch in difference because at the end of the three-week period, and I did basil plants, so basil okay. plants don't typically grow too high. They're mostly known for the growth of their leaves, so the artificial nutrients at the end went um eight and a half inches and then the organic nutrients was nine and a half inches so that's in height so that's pretty big definitely <laughs> um with that with with my project we have the same thing pretty much with the sweet basil um we had our with our uh second year project we used the different kind of gardens and we saw which was the organic uh garden soil or the non-organic soil with the compost mm. And we, we we saw that, and we had different kinds of uh, plants and things. So we saw the different growths and how they did, they really did vary on how it's either compost soil or non-compost soil, and how fast the or, uh, the compost soil had to grow, and how slow 
the regular soil with the pesticides in them was, was growing, which was amazing to see. So I want to ask, uh, what was your hypothesis? My hypothesis was actually if the organic hydroponics is so close to the well here we actually here we go i have it right here in front of me (laughs) (laughs) okay it says that if organic nutrients and artificial nutrients are used in hydroponics then the height of the plant will increase the most with the use of the organic nutrient and at my time my thesis with that basically was that since organic hydroponics are all natural compared to artificial hydroponics, which are more synthetic, then since, of course, natural is better for the body and for plants, so I thought that it would just increase the growth because, you know, it's nature, and everything that's better for it will increase the growth by a mile. Well, that yeah, definitely that is definitely a great one, and it is almost time to break. And if you like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contacts host button. I also have the Earth Day Celebration Challenge from Earth Day 2012 uh, to 2013 to eliminate one ton of packaging waste and two tons of greenhouse gases. And you can help. Let's see how much we can eliminate together. Please join me. This challenge is open to all, so kids tell your parents, parents tell your friends, and friends tell each other. And remember to upload a video telling me why you participated in this celebration of Earth Day because one lucky video will be premiered on Voice America Kids TV. And all you have to do is get to, to get started is log on to www.kidstar.org and go to shop, order your Get Clean Kit, and upload your video and have fun, guys. This is Mario Jr. asking, what are you doing to go green? Proceeds to Kidstar. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support surprise you behind the line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view this is a look at all of the action from behind the line join your host every wednesday at 3 p.m whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life we'll run down all of the scores talk about the games of the past week and preview what's coming up in the next week you'll want to take notes because this is good stuff the place to be wednesdays at 3 that's 6 p.m eastern is the voice america kids channel for behind the line 
Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is Science Fair Memories. Well, before we jump right back into the green, let me just give you the riddle to the joke of the day. And you know I'll give you the great green answer. All right, the joke of the day is, what are two things you won't eat for breakfast? All right, guys, I know you are scratching your heads on this one. I know I was when the first time I heard this one, so I know you guys are. All right, we're going to go right back into the green. And at the last segment, we were talking about uh, Maddie Rose's Science Fair project. So we're going to get right back into that. Now, my favorite part is probably having the project itself and all the tools you have to use for the experiment. So what kind of equipment did you have to use for the project? Well, since it is a soilless garden, um, I kind of, you can actually use many different things. But for me, I thought the easiest way was to take or take two 10-gallon fish tanks. I put it in my backyard. I filled them each with eight gallons of water. And from there, really all they had to do was make a raft to put my plants in with the planting next to keep the plants secure in the water because the plants are literally just sitting in water. There's no soil involved. So from that, I just put in some nutrients, of course, using my measurements that I have for each and every week of their growth. And it was pretty simple. And all I had to do was run a oxygen tank in there so it did have its oxygen for it to grow and keep alive but that was essentially all that was needed to put it together right exactly now let's talk about that data notebook that data notebook was wild i know when i was first doing that um and my teacher said you're gonna have to do a daily like journal about what your project is doing and when i was doing it mine was talking about the biodegradable products versus plastic products so i was kind of like um so all I'm going to be doing is just looking at the dirt, I guess. Um, yeah. So what about your data notebook? How was your your experience, experience uh, with the data notebook? My experiment was really good with a data notebook, actually, because I know that from mine, I really had to do weekly measurements. So from that, I kind of had to, you know, make my observations and my conclusions for that week so there was everything new going on and I always wrote that down and what I was doing because for each and every week I had a different measurement of how much nutrients needed to go in there when I was changing the water how it was doing with its growth because it was increasing like crazy (laughs) and yeah it just kept growing and I'm like okay I better measure that right yeah it was really crazy. I have quite a few notes about my experiment. It was three weeks, so there was a lot going on during that time, and there was a lot to do. But overall, the thing that I was most happiest with was the growth, because I know with hydroponics, it's the 
organic nutrients. It's basically, like you said, compost because it's all natural. Some people like to call it compost tea because that's okay. kind of essentially what's inside of it. Wow. And using that compared to artificial nutrients, it was great to see how it was growing and different things like that. So I made quite a few observations, but it was really interesting to see its growth and everything that was going on. Exactly. And it's it's kind of sad how many people don't use, like farmers who don't use the compost or the hydroponics, because it's, it's just better for growth. And I, I, I don't really understand why they, why they don't use that. And they use the pesticides and they use the crops for that. And they don't get the full maximum growth for it. And, you know, when fruits are in season, they're not even they don't even look like they're in season because they're not getting that much growth. Oh, yeah, of course. And one thing that I think not many people know about hydroponics because it's kind of getting back in our society. Right the environment because it saves land it saves space and most importantly for families it saves money because if you wanted to because for mine i changed my actual water each week because i wanted to really see the strictly the growth and at the time i didn't want to use the ph level um other nutrients that you can put in there but for somebody that's doing growing full-time they can use that and they won't have to change they have to change it doesn't take much space. It doesn't take much time. You just let it grow. And, of course, you'll have great fresh fruit and vegetables for your family. So that's always a plus. Exactly. So now let's talk about the experiment itself, which to me is, like, the best part because it brings, like, the little, like, the scientists in all of us, like, Dexter Laboratory or, like, kind of like Jimmy Neutron. So tell us about your experiment with the and, and what you had to do. Okay, well, basically, like I was saying, is that every week I set up at the same time during the day, and this was probably in the middle of the day, afternoon Arizona time, and I had to change eight gallons of water out each and every week. And the water consists of distilled water, because, of course, I, we all want to start fresh with our science experiments. We don't want any germs or unwanted pests being inside of our experiment and trying to change the results so <laughs> right. I used this yeah of course it, I used distilled water and I learned that I could actually save money by actually making my own distilled water and what I did was I bought the distilled water at first I used that for my first time experiment and then I made my own and I did that by just filling up the jugs again and I let them sit in the sun for four days straight and that <laughs> takes out all the germs and toxins in it so it just removes everything that you don't want in there, but it can also let you have distilled water. So I used that, and then I had a little chart made up for my um, nutrients, and basically I just had to give it either more or less as it grew. And as time went on, I think I gave it more because there's kind of a three-step process with the artificial nutrients, and the organic nutrients, it was only one bottle of um actual nutrients that I had to give it so the measurements are so important everything was really important to that aspect but overall the experiment was my favorite part because I put it together each and every week and right. I got to see the growth but I also got to be a part of how it was actually growing so I thought that was really cool exactly and you're listening to Voice America Kids I'm Mario Jr. and our topic today was science fair memories and we were talking about how Maddie Rose enjoyed her experiment. And I love the way you made your own little uh, twi uh, spin on it the, for the distilled water. And that's a great way to stay green, I mean, period. 
Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I just learned it during this experiment, too. So I can't tell you how much I've learned during (laughs) this experiment because, you know, this is the first time I've actually worked with plants. But every other time with my other science fair projects, it was always organic virtues. Um, store-bought or artificial, so I thought I'd bring kind of my conclusions and theories about that and work with something that I've never worked before, which was plants. So I learned about hydroponics, and they also have things such as aquaponics, so I know for future science fair projects I can also explore those topics as well. Now, a quick question uh, with their school. Now, I know since you went to State Fair, you were able to see all the different people from all around the state. Now, what were your colors at your school? What was that again? What was your uh, colors at your school uniforms? Oh, okay. Yeah, my school uniform was actually, um, well, our whole storm, which is what we like to call our school, is um, black and red. So those are our colors. But for middle school, it was black and blue. So at the Arizona State Science Fair, there was a time when we all wore our uniforms And then we got to dress up professionally. So at first when we dress up professionally, it's a little hard to distinguish which schools from where, but I think I was the only um, eighth grader from my school actually there. So I kind of got to be alone, but it was great meeting the other kids too. Definitely. Now, for our colors, for our school uniforms, it's it's, uh, maize. It's maize with navy blue with khaki pants or khaki shorts. And for middle school, we have the red shirts. And that was like a new thing for this year, which was great. So that was so in when I went to the state fair, you know, I saw I saw so many things. So because I didn't know that they were going to have different colors, uh, a uniform. So they were like, look, like sky blue. They had some with black on. They had some with green on. I mean, there were so many different, um, you know, school uniform colors. I was like, whoa, this is like a huge uh, organization. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's so many kids that come together. And most of them can either come from other imagined schools or they can just be from schools all around the state. So there were so many kids there just in my grade. I think my grade or middle school, which was like seventh and eighth grade, was the largest division. I think we had around maybe 400 projects registered. So that was just amazing just being able to see everybody and what they had to think about science. Now, did you uh, have to do an oral presentation at school or did you just have to do it for regional and state? Um, I actually did an oral presentation. That was actually what I was graded on um, for my class, my science class, and we all presented. And that was basically how our projects were decided, whether we would place for the school science fair and then move on to regionals. So regionals, it was really if how you presented. That's what they based off the judging. So how well you presented and how well you knew your project is how you actually got to move on to state and other things. So for all three levels, which was school, regional, and state, I did an oral presentation for all three of them. And the judges just go around, ask you questions, basically like you're asking me. (laughs) And every step of it, like the hypothesis, the procedure, the materials you use, you know, your problems, your outcomes. So everything was really oral presented. And I thought it was really cool to actually exercise those public speaking skills and talk about something that you've discovered. Exactly. that's I think that's the most uh, important thing. Um, you know, you, you get to go out there, tell the people what you have learned and what you have done with your own time. And just, you know, that's your project. That's that's kind of like your baby, you know, like that's what you've been doing and you love it. And you want to tell the whole world about your project, which is awesome. 
and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Live and Green Show. If you would like to share a, your green journey, email me by clicking the contact host button or voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in my world. Log on to iradioblog.com or Facebook, Mario Richley Jr. or tweet me at EcoJr98. Please help our kids stay safe. Voice America has teamed up with the Missing and Exploited Children's Network. Please log on to www.ourfuturesmissing.com and help us find our future. Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is Science Fair Memories. And before we jump back into the green, let me just give you the riddle to the joke of the day. And you know I'll give you the great green answer at the end of the show. All right, here it is. What are two things you won't eat for breakfast? (laughs) Well, we will definitely get back to that in the fourth segment right now. All right, we are gonna. We were talking about Maddie Rose, excellent, fabulous, 
experiment in her science fair project, how she went from uh, state, regionals, and also home. I mean, that, that was just great. She has been doing a lot of things, and it's wonderful to hear her experience and my experience also. So it was just great. And we are actually in the same Imagine School uh, uh, thing, you know. I mean, we have the same Imagine School, so it was just great to hear our stories from different parts of the Imagine School towns. So we are going to talk about Maddie Rose and to get really into how what Maddie Rose does and what she has been doing. So let's hear the, so let's hear about that. Okay, well a few things I've been doing is as you mentioned real quick I'd like to say that I am Miss Junior Teen Arizona United States 2012 so <laughs> I'm very excited about that achievement and um, I'll actually be going to Washington DC in July and I'll be representing Arizona for the Miss Junior Teen United States pageant so wow. that's one of the big accomplishments that I'm very proud and very blessed to have been picked to do so other than that um, things for eco-friendly that I also do is I've just recently worked with Friends for Change and that aspect we really talked about bullying and the different kinds of leadership styles but I know learning about leadership can lead you to do different things like helping the earth and our environment so it was really cool to do that and from that we stayed on the Windsong um, Ranch and that was in Patagonia Arizona so it's about four hours from Surprise, so it was a pretty long drive down there, but <laughs> it was pretty cool to experience the different things, because it was a ranch, so they have all the chickens and the animals wow. and the goats, and it was really cool, because we had little chores to do, like helping the plants, and <laughs> all, exactly, and all that they had to do there was really natural. They had so many parts of their garden. We were making adobe chairs, because they're willing to expand their services to people who are disabled so we made like a little wheelchair ramp for them made out of the mud and adobe so it's all natural wow. really that we worked with and also one thing that I also do is I collect the can tabs off of the tops of sodas and it sounds a little weird but I make <laughs> it does because some people are like well I don't know if I would wear that <laughs> right well, it actually it actually is pretty cute though and pretty right. awesome mm -hmm. for everybody for both boys and girls because I make them into bracelets, and I've seen people make them into purses. I've seen people make them into headbands or right. ornaments, just about everything. So I think the bracelets are pretty popular, but I know how to make all colors, and I really love doing that. Well, that's amazing, and I mean, that is definitely going green to, to the fullest extent and using your mind and uh, having an, an innovative idea to use that because I would have never probably thought to use uh, like bottle tops and this different things to make purses or backpacks or bracelets or necklaces or, or even headbands. So that's just awesome to, just to use that. So uh, let me ask you, how how is it just to be the junior uh, Miss Arizona? I mean, tell me about that. Well, it's been an awesome experience. I mean, this was my first competitive pageant, and from doing that, I got to experience a passion that I haven't really discovered Thoroughly. I mean, I've been wanting to compete in a pageant since second grade, so it's kind of the typical thing that a girl would want to <laughs> do. So from just being able to experience it and then receiving the title, it was an amazing experience that I just could always hope for. So going to Washington, D.C. is great. I hope to represent Arizona to the best of my abilities, and I'm just going to do my best. So Overall, it's great spending time with my sister queens, working with my charity platform, 
and different things like working events. And I know tomorrow I'm going to a kitchen on the street event and I'm packing some bags of food for hungry children. So we do a lot of different charity events and meeting so many different people. It's a great experience. And I know I'm going to continue to do this um, for a very long time. Well, that is awesome. Well, tell me like, so when you're on the stage and you're starting your stuff, what is like your game plan to use? Well, I think on stage, all of us really need to be confident. And let me tell you, when you're on stage, it's not too easy to be confident for everybody. (laughs) Right. And I've seen that happen before, too. But really what you have to have in your whole mindset is, is that whatever happens, it's going to be okay. There's going to be more pageants to do. And that was my whole mindset. But, of course, you need to believe in yourself and make sure that your whole mind is clear and clear of the negative things because of course when you're up there you just want to show who you are because all the questions that they ask you during your interview it's all about you it's all to know you and how you're going to represent your state so honestly it's just if you're yourself then that's the greatest that you could ever be definitely and you are listening to voice america kids i'm mario jr and our topic today is science fair memories and we were talking about how maddie rose is doing with her uh, uh, pageants, with her uh, trends for change with Disney, just all kind of things. And I want to get right back into that, just having lots of fun. And, I mean, with trends for change, how did you get into that? Um, well, actually, at my school, they've been working a lot with me to we which is an organization, and they also are with a group called Free the Children. And what their mission is is to really represent... Arizona and making people be aware of the issues of bullying and leadership and to really take kids like us in our school and to make us into better leaders or establish more leadership qualities and use them in the ways that we never thought to use them. Right. So I got into the Winsong Leadership Camp through writing an essay and I wrote a leadership essay. So about nine students from each grade so we had about 18 and all go and we went to Patagonia Arizona and we went there and we got to meet some really great people and through that we learned a lot of different things all about bullying and leadership and we came back to our school and we shared that with them that is amazing wow so and that is definitely a serious top uh, subject to be on with bullying and i do not accept that at all and that's one of the major major rules in imagine school is no bullying and i mean they are very strict on that rule for no bullying and no taunting somebody because that is it's not right and it should not be here so i'm glad that everybody is in in that act of no bullying and i mean they're right i mean and i've i've seen so much bullying and i've been in bullying for seeing it and um, having it done to me. And it's not fun at all. It's not something that should be done in schools. And I don't, and that's why I'm glad clubs and different activities where they learn not to, uh, they teach the kids not to bully. And, and if you see bullying, you should stop it right away. Ask a teacher, you know, to, you know, come here and help, you know, and that's just the most important thing to stop bullying now because it's for our kids and, and for young young kids in kindergarten and things, and they're going to be growing up in there. And you don't want, you know, no, no, nobody to get hurt and nobody to have their, their feelings hurt because it's not right. Yeah, it really isn't. And, I mean, I learned a lot about different uh, aspects of bullying through that camp. And it's not just 
verbally, you know, calling somebody names or nicknames. It can get physical, too, to the point where nobody wants it to be. But it shouldn't be tolerated. It's something that if we see it, we have to get somebody like a staff or faculty member immediately. And I don't think the bully knows how much that it affects the victims because it's not just mentally, it's emotionally because it never feels right, like you said, to be bullied or be in that situation. So I urge everybody that you know sees bullying if they're the bystander to please do something because you can make a difference and you don't have to even do it personally and get yourself involved it's just that at least showing that act of kindness to go up to an adult and letting them know about it can really change the victim's life definitely i mean that it's it's not a funny subject it's a very serious subject and it should really just stop and i'm i'm just again so glad that there are so many clubs out there and activities to do to stop the act of bullying and that's just the most important thing now with that we uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about Kidstar Voice America and how fun that is so before we take a break um, we're talking about the Imagine Schools and the Science Fairs in, in, a, uh, recent, uh, in a recent segment but we're going to talk about the Kidstar and how fun that is now the Kidstar organization is a non-for-profit uh, uh, organization for children educational charities that teaches kids from 10 to 18 to be quality radio broadcasters founded by the amazing mr perry damone which is awesome and we all know mr perry damone is just a great guy (laughs) and so so maddie where how were you introduced to kid star um well i actually got involved with kid star and voice america through um, one of my friends, and also I know my school was having a little bit of talking about that too, so I was like, hmm, radio, well, I never expected myself to try something like that, but as soon as I went in the studio and met um, Perry, it was amazing, my experience was great, and I thought it would be a really great aspect of media to explore, so after about a year doing that, which is where I am now, I can see that it's brought so many great opportunities to me. It's always so great. And Perry is just an amazing producer. He's awesome. And with that, I mean, I with me and Mr. Perry, we have just the most fondest um, friendship. I mean, with just from learn, uh, to hearing about him for just two years, it's just amazing. And I love every, every minute I talked with Mr. Perry is amazing and it's like golden conversations that that we have together and are are you 10 to 17 and you want to be on the radio well let me just uh show you how easy it is log on to www.iradioblog.com you can do it too and sit back and enjoy my fun behind the scenes videos then record your video audition and upload it because voice america kids videos auditions are being accepted now guys so what are you waiting for if i can do it you can definitely do it too Let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Voice America Kids. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. 
Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I'm Mario Jr. and and you're listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is Science Fair Memories. We're going to have so much fun and it's almost time to go. But who's ready for that joke of the day and that great green tip? Okay, I promise in this segment you will get them, the riddle to the joke, and for my listeners who may have missed it. All right, here it is, guys. What are two things you won't eat for breakfast? I mean, this is like, it's like the hardest joke and the easiest joke, and I'm just going to give you that hint right there. (laughs) All right, in the later segments, we were talking about what Maddie Rose does and her science fair project and what she's doing and how much of an impact she's doing on this world today. And we're going to talk about the Kids Star Radio Network and Voice of America Kids, how we are intertwined with that 
and how much fun it is. So I want to ask Miss Maddie, how much fun it is to be on Voice America Kids? I think it's super fun to be on Voice America Kids. I mean, it's been a great experience, and with my show, The Fame Gave, I've got to meet in so many different people from the entertainment industry all the way to people right in my community that do amazing deeds but really don't get to you know recognize that thoroughly all the time so it's been great being able to go from real life to big life and different things like that but overall I love being in the studio all the time because it's always great to talk to my listeners and my friends really because they're just amazing and I couldn't be anywhere without their support. Exactly. This is a opportunity that is really once in a lifetime. I would have never thought, I mean, when I was probably like 10 years old, I would have never thought I would be having my own show on Voice America Kids TV uh, or Voice America Kids. I mean, it, it's so fun and it's so amazing to me just to be like, wow, two years ago, I, I, I didn't even know this would even be happening. So it's so much fun. So I want to ask you, what is your journey here to Voice America Kids? Well, my journey here to Voice America Kids was really awesome because I've got to talk to Perry and just kind of sort out what my show was going to be about most of the time. And also I've worked with Jeff Spinard, who's also very great. And we kind of planned my show together at the beginning. And through that, I've been able to share my whole experiences and all my accomplishments with all my listeners. And they listen. And I'm just so amazed by that because, like you said, it's kind of like that once-in-a-lifetime thing. You never thought you'd be doing it a couple right. of years ago. So it's just been so amazing to finally get here through experiences. But also, as I continue to gain more accomplishments of what I've wanted to do, it's just awesome to have so many people being able to listen to you and having them share that. Exactly. It's, I mean, it really is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It's so much fun. I mean, every, I've, I've met so many different people to, I mean, it's, I've met so many different people to talk about green. I didn't even know that how much people really did have to go green in my community only. And I've talked about people in different states, just only uh, other than Florida. So I have to ask you, did you did you have to audition to be on Voice America? You know, I did actually have to audition. I think the first time that I actually talked to you was on Michelle Kors' show, Six Degrees. <laughs> and um, really, that was the day that I auditioned for Voice America Kids. And the funniest thing was, is I remember walking into the studio. It was so big and <laughs> to me, but you know, I was excited. I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." Right. And when I walked into the studio, there was all these microphones everywhere. At wow. first, it was a little intimidating. But yeah. Of course, you get comfortable <laughs> after a while. So right. I was like, "Okay, this must be the place to be." So I auditioned, and Perry said, "So, what are you probably not most comfortable talking about?" And I put it on my sheet. I'm like, "Um, I think it would have to be sports because." <laughs> with it I you know keep up to date with it sometimes I mean I'm a big fan of all the Arizona sports teams and all of that but I was like that probably wouldn't be my exact strong point so Perry's like okay here you go I look at the sheet and it's about sports I'm like great <laughs> right exactly so different but I mean I did pretty good and on the Voice America Kids TV my audition is still on there so you can see I have a few mess ups sometimes <laughs> but That's it was okay. an awesome time being able to audition and just getting a feel for what I'd be doing. 
Exactly. And Eagle fans, some of you may not know, but me and Maddie are both co-workers at Voice America Kids, founded by the wonderful Jess Bernard, the owner and of the World Talk Radio Network, which is the hottest bro- broadcasting media worldwide. I mean, this really is the big deal of I mean, radio broadcasting. It, I mean, it's so much fun, and I it, every single time I get on a sh- on, get on the show, it's um, it's a it's a feeling that I can't even explain. I mean, I, I get those butterflies in my stomach. It's like, I'm g- okay, who am I going to talk to next? And it's just so much fun. <laughs> and on Facebook, I have so much friends from there. Uh, me, and, and me and Perry talk. Me and Jess uh, talked. And me and you have to also talked on Facebook. And uh, Michelle Core. And with that, I want to talk about Michelle Core. With that, we, we have actually talked on there. That's the first time we've actually uh, talked on there with Michelle Core. And I was, you know, I was here. Um, and I was like, okay, so what am I going to be talking about and stuff like that? And um, and so then we were like, oh, okay, I'm going to be talking to the auditioners. And it was so much fun. I mean, it was, that was like the, and that was like the beginning steps of my actual show. So uh, I was, you know, that was like kind of like new to me too. So I was like, okay, what? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was kind of pretty intimidating at first. But of course, it's always like that for whatever you do whether you're on stage or behind the microphone, you're in front of the camera, you're behind the camera, (laughs) you know, all aspects of everything. You kind of get that butterfly feeling in your stomach. But, you know, as you do it and as you're there in that moment, you're like, okay, this is totally where I belong. Exactly. You know, I just love doing it. So that's most important for everybody. That would be my advice is that if you love doing something, then do it because I'm sure that you'll go far with it. And you're listening to the Voice America Kids, and I'm Mario Jr., and our topic today is Science Fair Memories. And with that, I want to also add that when I was first coming on here and talking, I was kind of so, so, like, so surprised that I actually had an audience. I was like, wait, people actually listen to me? I was like, oh my gosh, cool, I have family and friends and different people that I don't even know listening to the show. And I was like, whoa, I actually have, like, a real show now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so awesome. That's kind of the feeling that I got, too. You know, after our first type of ratings, I was like, wow, there's an audience, and it just <laughs> continues to grow, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So just being able to share all of my experiences with them, like the Miss Junior Teen Arizona, was just awesome, because I know that they understand that, you know, I won't be doing shows as consistently as before, but I do still get to talk to them and share so many exciting things with them and just knowing that I have their support. And I bet for your support from your listeners also, we just both are pretty amazed by that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely like just a roller coaster and just, I mean, we are just along for the ride. I mean, we don't know where it's going to go, but we know it's so much fun. We just can't stop. So, I mean, it is so much fun. And like you said, it is just with the audience, it just keeps going and growing growing and growing so I mean I'm just like thinking like when we're like you know 15 where are we going to be at right now because I mean in just in these three years we have really just taken on a whole different I mean at least me I know I've taken on a whole different outlook on this whole broadcasting and green because I didn't even know about green until three years ago when I first did my science fair project so I mean from just that time, I am like people. P- people call me the green guru, uh, like the green guru. But I, I, I'm telling you guys, I mean, I've only been here for three years, and it's just like I know just the surface of everything green. That's why I love interviewing different green people, talking and talking about their experience with green, and it's just a a great ride to be on with Voice America Kids. And it's almost time to go. But today we've been talking about the res- uh, our green memories. 
it's been awesome. And But before we go, I have to give you that joke of the day and that great green tip of the day. All right. And I know you've been waiting for the answer, <laughs> for the uh, riddle, and I'll give you that answer right now. Here we go. What are two things you won't eat for breakfast? Now, we have our guest here. I know you've been listening. What do you think the answer is to what are two things you won't eat for breakfast? You know, that riddle's kind of been picking at me the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. I think I'm just like the listeners. I'm like, okay, what would the riddle be? What would the answer be? <laughs> um, I don't know if it's somehow eco-related, which I'm sure it is. So I'd probably say two things that I'd never eat for breakfast would probably be dirt and worms. Dirt and worms. Wow. Yeah, you really went out there. That is a good that is a good question, but that is not the right answer. It is sadly to say it's lunch and dinner. Oh, I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is lunch and dinner. Exactly. I'm one of those people. I'm like, okay, if it's a riddle, I will totally totally go all out there and yeah. it will not be anything close to related. So. That's definitely me. When I first uh, was looking up for the riddles, I was like, I, I was thinking like all kind of things like what, like trees and I don't, I don't know, something, something like not edible or something like that. I would, And when I looked at the answer, I was like, come on, lunch and dinner? I could have thought that was the first thing I should have said. And that was, that's the answer. The riddle is, what are two things you won't eat for breakfast, lunch and dinner? All right, guys, here is the great green tip of the day. Let me give it to you. And I know it's summer is on the way, so pick up a solar backpack or device like the Freeloader or the Solio to take you on day trips. That way, that way, whether you're on the beach or on the go, you'll be able to run and recharge a wide range of portable devices on solar energy. Save a buck by cutting out the electric, the electric company and giving your rechargeables the solar power they deserve. All right, well, that's your great green tip and your joke of the day. We're going to have so much fun. Maddie, with that, um, can you give us a way to reach you and from Facebook or Twitter? Of course. Well, first, let me say, Mario, thank you so much for having me on your show. I had a blast. That is uh, awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. It has been an honor to meet you and to talk to you about. Oh, thanks. Okay, well, for anybody that wants to follow me, <laughs> and see what I'm doing, you can go on my website, officialmattyrose.com, or the best way would probably be to go on Facebook and like find Miss Junior Teen Arizona United States 2012 page. And in front of that, it'll say Matty Rose, so you'll know exactly who I am. But I up that thing, I update that um, status about every single day. So there's a lot that I do on that, and I'm so interactive. So I would love if you liked and followed my journey with that. And then if you'd like to have a little biography about more about my pageant, then you can go to ArizonaUnitedStatesPageant.com. So I hope everybody will follow me. But again, thank you so much, Mari. I'm so glad I've got to share everything with you. Oh, you're welcome. And that's been a pleasure. It's so much fun uh, hearing our coworkers. And it's so much fun just to hear everybody else's story. Thank you so I mean, thank you so much for joining us. We've been listening to the Mario Jr. Live and Green Show. I'm Mario Richley Jr. asking, what are you doing to go green on VoiceAmericaKids.com? Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again, too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel.
The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.